My name is Chandler Carter, and this is my Be Different Spotlight. I've got a mouthful of cigarette smoke. It's been with everything you think I don't know. Like all the lies in my heart that you stole. How did I fall in love? So in, so cold. She opened the corner and watched you step at a girl that ain't me. Look you down in the eye, claim you ain't catching a vibe. And I'm back to funny. Look you down in the eye, tuck you, baby, I'm fine. When inside I'm screaming Remember X-ray vision To see up inside your mission Trying to shoot me down You can try to blame me You can try to drag me You can try to blame me I've got a mouthful of cigarette smoke Everything you think I don't know Like all the lies in my heart you sold How did I fall in love so in, so cold Behind every lie is a glimmer of hope Try so hard to keep it aglow Ain't no breaking it down, I finally figured it out But your games ain't for me I've got a mouthful of cigarette smoke It's been with everything you think I don't know Like the lies in my heart of your soul How did I in love, so in, so cold, so cold. Mouthful of cigarette smoke. I'm glad we found something that you like, and that was a nice slurp right there too. <coughs> Paying for it. That should be your intro, like when you turn when you change segments, just just have this the the slurp. slurp the whole time. Yeah, we'll use this slurp as a transition now, moving forward into everything that yes. we do. Yeah. Well, thanks because, for being with us yeah, today. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate it. And it's, it's been fun so far. That's good. I'm glad that you said that. It took us a, a little while to get your levels correct, but your two performances were fantastic. Thank so you. Can, can you talk about both those songs? Uh, the first one was Cold. The second one was My Daddy Was an Outlaw. Talk about how that um, you know, comes to a place where you can perform, maybe the writing process behind both those. Gotcha. Um, well, I didn't really like sit down to write these, but I was rehearsing one night and I kind of came up with like a chord progression that I thought sounded interesting mm -hmm. for Cold. And I was like, okay, well, how can I write a song that's not just like, I love you, you know, or like you love me or whatever. And so 
I started thinking of like metaphors kind of and I thought of cigarette smoke and how probably because one of those commercials about like ending smoking came on and okay. how, you know like the one while where, you were trying to think of the yeah, words for the song yeah okay. yeah and so um I was like okay well cigarette smoke that's interesting like what's what's like that and it was like bad things you know like chemicals and stuff and so it's like right. if I have cigarette smoke in me how can I kind of like transform that into life or something like that mm -hmm. and so I was like a toxic relationship you know okay, what I mean? Yeah. So toxic, like cigarettes are toxic. So it's, you know, that kind of just, as soon as I got the first tagline, it just kind of word vomited out. Mm -hmm. um, and then for Outlaw, I mean, I don't, I honestly do not know when I wrote that. I, I literally am sitting here trying to think of. So you do, do you it, not have like a specific time when you write? It's no. just whenever you feel some inspiration, that's when you start. Yeah, like I will. Every once in a while, if I come up with something that can't get out of my head, I'll just record it on my voice memos or something mm -hmm. and then circle back like a couple months later and be like, oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. And then kind of sit and write and develop that. Um, but usually if I sit down and write, I'll go into a rabbit hole of like, wow, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I'll sit and like rehearse and then I'll kind of like go about my day and feel a song brewing kind of. Yeah. And then once I kind of have enough pieces I can sit down and just it just comes out do you feel like a lot of that writing comes from your personal life or more of of things that you watch movies like are you inspired by different things or do you try to really kind of internalize where your writing comes from um I think it's more so I kind of observe what's around me and write about that like mm -hmm. I think I wrote cold about you know after once I started getting a few lines down, I was like, "Wow, this is kind of like my best friend's relationship right now." Oh, okay, so, so it's not kinda, necessarily you; it's yeah, the people around yeah. you as well. So I kind of based it off of that, and then for outlaw, my dad just is always full of stories, mm -hmm. and who knows if what's true and what's not. He just likes to entertain, and um, so I came up with that chord progression, and it sounded a little bit rockish, and I was like, "Okay, well, how can I kind of..." turn this into something cool and a little bit different from what I've been doing, which is just straight pop. And um, Outlaw kind of came out and like my dad always talks about how he used to be so bad, but yeah, he's a big, he's a big softy. So I was like, let me just write a song about my dad instead of a typical love song, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's just, I was kind of pushing myself out of my limits to like step away from the love songs and stuff. Cause it's so hard. Once you sit down, you just want to start writing about, love because that's what everybody wants to hear about it mm -hmm. but you know outlaw is one of my most popular songs and i think people really really like the style of it mm -hmm. and it just goes to show you don't really need to you know write about something everybody thinks they're they want to hear about right well you have a very strong soul uh, in your voice and when you get on stage you are extremely comfortable and you don't need much uh, warm-up time to get going at all <laughs> you, you walked in here it's uh, about 10 o'clock on a monday morning and you had no issue playing the guitar, <laughs> singing, which you sounded fantastic. Thank so you. maybe talk about that progression a little bit. How did you learn the guitar and then, you know, figure out that you were such a tremendous singer? Because you have such a strong stage presence and uh, you, you don't look nervous at all. So Thanks. if you are, you hide it extremely well. Yeah, it's, it's kind of routine nowadays. But um, I started... I always loved to sing, and I would just, like, scream in the car and just sing along to and what, songs. So what were you singing early on? Was there oh, anything in particular? There's one song I always sang that <laughs> is a song by Fifi Dobson, and it was called <laughs> Everything. Okay. And it this was back probably, like, 
03, something like that. But I would just, we would be on my way to my sister's basketball games. She played AAU, and I'd be in the car listening to my iPod just screeching and singing. And my sister would be like, shut up. And then every once in a while, every once in a while, my mom would like tap my knee and be like, okay, I need some quiet time. But, you know, I <laughs> fought through it and I was like, I'm in the car. I have to be able to sing, you know, what, when else am I going to do this? And so I just did that a lot and just kind of fell in love with it. And like, I used to always lip sync in my room and stuff like that. And like, I was in love with the Backstreet Boys and in oh, sync wow. and, um, and I so got who wasn't at that time, though? Yeah, true. Yeah. And so around that time, I got my first guitar in first grade. That Back when I was doing the whole Backstreet Boys okay. lip-syncing thing. And um, I would just strum around. I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. Um, and then my mom got me lessons, and that lasted a year because I was just, my attention span <laughs> was just not good. Um, and uh, then I kind of put the guitar down, didn't touch it until high school. Okay. Um but always kind of liked to sing. And I discovered, my sister got a MacBook, and I discovered GarageBand on there. Mm -hmm. And so when she would leave, I would sneak and get her laptop and, like, record covers of, like, instrumentals that I found on YouTube. I'd download them and then, like, record my voice singing over it. Okay. And I was like, wow, this is pretty fun, and it's not too bad. And I just And it sounded pretty good, it, right? It, it, was, it wasn't great. And at that great. time, you're, just, you're yeah. just kind of playing around and figuring it out. Right. And I was like, this isn't too bad. And... You know, I just kept doing that and then finally um, picked the guitar back up because I was like, it would be cool to be able to do my own thing. And so I taught myself how to play guitar through looking at tablature, which is like shows you where to put your fingers and like which thing to strum first or whatever. It's just very like broken down music reading. Mm -hmm. And um, like I can't, like I at one point, I was able to read music, like, you know, music class at school. Um, but, you know, if I see, like, A minor or something, you know, I know I've just memorized where to put my fingers on the guitar. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's all an illusion that I know a lot so, about So guitar. you're essentially a self-taught yeah, performer. Yeah. yeah from, so, from the guitar to singing as well? Yeah. So when I, yeah, I've never had a vocal lesson just because I think it's kind of nerve-wracking because you don't want to come out sounding too trained. Mm -hmm. But I think I was just lucky enough. Like, I was always good at imitations growing up, too, and so I started imitating people that I liked, you know, like Tracy Chapman, a lot of Amy Winehouse, and, um, like, Gavin DeGraw, and started, like, uh, and started doing covers of their songs, and then finally I auditioned for The Voice, because I was like, I might as well give this a shot, because I don't think I'm too bad. And they liked me and, you know, gave me the confidence I needed that when I got back home, I started doing shows. Okay. And, um... So, when you went on The Voice, did you do an original song or did you do a cover no, at that time? I did a cover. I'm pretty and how sure. long ago was that? That was... I think 2010? Oh, so it was a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and so, I came back, started to get the confidence to do shows, and one of my best friends... Her little brother played guitar, and so whenever he had a show, I'd go sing a few songs, and then I started getting my own shows, but I would have to rely on him to be able to come. So then I picked up guitar even more, so mm -hmm. I was like able to do it myself and just be able to play whenever I wanted without having to have somebody else come in. And, you know, that really honestly changed my life because I was able to do so many more things. 
and that gave me the ability to start writing my own songs. You know, I use the same chords almost every song, but, you know, I get to cheat a little bit with the capo and, you know, make it sound a little bit different. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, that's all you really need is just a solid four chords and just kind of make it fancy. And so I kind of taught myself how to finger pick so I can make the uh, rhythm of what I'm playing a little bit different than just, you know, just the regular up-down strumming. Um, and, you know, it just... I just figured out, like, the more that I did it, you know, the more tricks I figured out and the more, like, I figured out what works for me and what doesn't hurt my fingers and, like, you know, because that gets hard. Right, and you're playing a, a ton right now. I know you had a show yeah. last night, and then you mentioned uh, before that we went on for this interview, you have three shows coming up mm -hmm. this weekend. So how are you balancing your time? A lot of those shows are at night. You know, do you use... You know, these days when you don't have a show to, to write music, prepare, promote uh, your music as best you can during this time? Yeah, during the day I'll, um, you know, kind of obviously catch up on sleep, but I uh, kind of, you know, keep my social media up and send out emails and reply to emails. And so just kind of like the busy work, mm -hmm. I'll do that for a couple hours a day. And then my shows are usually in the evening unless it's something weird. Um, yeah. Like a wedding or something or like this morning oh yeah to like come today in. <laughs> <laughs> um but other than that you know i don't really have a set time that i do things i'm just lucky enough that i can go with the flow all right yeah well i got five questions for you all right let's okay do it. these are these are designed to really test you okay all right so i want you to lock in right now if you need like a couple seconds to close your eyes and, and lock <laughs> in this is your time okay do i have to be fast no, you don't have okay. to be fast. I want you to take your time and think about each of them. Okay. Okay. If someone had never listened to your music before, which song would you play for them and why? Of my original music? Of your original music. Probably My Daddy Was an Outlaw. <laughs> I'm Chandler Carter, and this is My Daddy Was an Outlaw. Found out my daddy was an outlaw. I was told there was something in my blood. I got locked back in my hometown. Then my mama found out what I'd done. She took me right there in my eyeball. You're just like a father I'm glad your daddy never had no signs Oh, the run he went in, he got his gun Knife on the table, that's love him I saw, yeah. My daddy was an outlaw My daddy was an outlaw Something in my blood I got locked up in my hometown I call my mama, come get you down They got me locked up in the county house 
Nothing so bad, what have you done? I told him I'm about you racing now, love. I'm glad your daddy never had no signs. Oh, the runny wedding, he got his gun. Laugh on the table, that's all in my soul. Yeah, my daddy, he was an outlaw. It was something in my blood. Locked up back in my hometown When my mama found out what I had done She knew me there with my eyes Said you're just like your father You better go on Because when I look at myself in the future, I want to have more songs like that because you can really lose yourself in, you know, a song that has soul and it has mm -hmm. a story. And, you know, it's not so much I'm emotionally invested in it, like the lyrics, but it's the way that playing a song of so many blended styles, like country, rock, you know, I threw a little, like, R&B in there with how I sing, like, you know, just to have something that I know I've made that I've worked so hard for. Because I used to have, like, cry, like a, like, just freak out over my sound because I wouldn't, I didn't know what I wanted. Right. And when I wrote this song, I was like, wow, this is, this is kind of proof of everything I've been trying to do. Mm -hmm. Because I, you know, would write pop songs or an R&B song, but I was like, I really want to sing a song that is not just cliche and that I can like really get up on stage and you know lose myself and not worry if I look like a boob or not you know right. just in the music and yeah. and that is what I want the future songs to sound like mm -hmm. so that would be a good basis so it sounds like the writing process for you has kind of organically led you to the sound that you're at right now and for I'm sure, sure that'll change over time yeah but and I know we have five questions to get to but so do you feel a difference when you sing a cover versus when you sing a song where you wrote all the lyrics to like do you feel a difference when you're on stage in the way that you're able to connect with the audience yeah it's kind of different like when I sing fast car I really get into that and I know that the crowd really likes it and you know I'm connecting with people in a way that other songs don't really let me con connect with people with like the lyrics in that song and the way just the history of it and the fact that so many people of so many different ages know it that when I play it I'm like okay this I'm taking these people back to a memory like this is what music is for this is like and it makes me feel like I am fulfilling my purpose but then, like, when yeah, I go and sing Outlaw, that's more of excitement of, like, hey, guys, look at what all of your support and, like, the confidence you've given me has allowed me to finally get to. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, hey, now you know what I sound like. Listen to this. Look at what I was able to do. And then I get to play that for people. And then to see them, like, already invested in the song because they heard a cover that they liked. And then, you know, they're writing off that emotion. 
it gives such an organic like response to how they feel about outlaw mm -hmm. that it's like the same feeling but on two different levels like yep. one's emotional one's excited okay all right question two yeah. all right you <laughs> ready you for go. it <laughs> yeah all right if you could see any musician any singer any band perform dead or alive who would that person be for you amy winehouse amy winehouse okay that was a simple one all right we're gonna move on to question th three favorite venue to perform that you've had the opportunity so far um, I got to do the Jazz Festival at Paul Brown Stadium, and it was probably the vi biggest venue I've done, and it wasn't even filled all the way up, but it was incredible. Okay, question four. What has been your peak to this point as a musician? Funbury. I got to play that. And that was this past year, yeah. correct? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, question five. What advice would you have for an artist um, that's just kind of starting on their, their music journey? To... To know that it's terrifying to start doing something so vulnerable and putting it out there for people to judge you. And it took me a very long time to get to the point where I could do that. But, you know, that doesn't mean don't do it. You know, I <clears throat> for a couple of years I sat in my closet and recorded covers just for myself to listen to. You know, like, do that, get comfortable. Do it by yourself. You, you can be doing it, but you don't have to let anyone know. And then once you're comfortable enough, you know, like, try. And, you know, you, once you did try, you know, you can say you tried and, like, it, you don't have that doubt or not that doubt, but, like, that wonder mm -hmm. of whether or not you did it. And, you know, like, I don't know. I think just doing it for yourself first is something that's going to really give you the confidence to keep going when someone does turn around and judge you. Yep, absolutely. Well, you've been fantastic with your time this morning. We, we appreciate you getting up with us, and we always end with one question every single time. Okay. okay. Our, right. na our name is the Be Different Podcast, and, and our goal is to connect with especially local people here in Cincinnati that are influencing our city and providing their passion and putting it on display for the community, and we feel like you're someone that's absolutely doing that. Uh, so what is it about you and your music, your writing style, uh, your ability to connect that makes you different? What makes me different, I think, is my story and my ability to kind of just go after music for the things that are kind of behind the scenes rather than just the fame and fortune. It's, for me, it's more about the connections. And if that means, like, you know, only getting to the point where I just do shows at venues like 300, 400 people, like, that's enough for me, you know. And I think that's something that sets me a little bit apart from the others because I, you know, my goal, my, like, finish line is not what most people think it will mm -hmm. be. Know, if that makes sense. No, it's perfect. Cool. It's all about the journey, by, yeah. you know, loving what you do and, and wherever it takes you. Yeah. Which I think, uh, you know, from all of us, we're all rooting for you. Thank you. Um, and thanks for kind of sharing your story and playing for us. Yeah. And have a great rest of the day. <laughs> you too. <laughs> all right. All right. Be Different Podcast is out of here. Next up, we'll have Brent James. Brent James.